Hello and welcome to Early Childhood Ireland's podcast. Our podcast features interviews and discussions on all issues relating to quality early learning and care with a range of speakers who are leaders in the areas that matter to Early Childhood Ireland members. I'm Maura Corbett and I work with Early Childhood Ireland. In this episode, I'm delighted to be chatting with Dr. Derek Grant from the NCCA. At this time of year, our thoughts turn to moving on as children leave our settings and they start to get excited about big school in September. For everyone, there's a sense of excitement, but there's loneliness too as the children and families leave the familiar, secure place and look forward to their new setting. The materials that the National Council for Curriculum and Assessment have developed and continue to refine, called Mushkail, are a huge support for everyone in this process. So today I'm really happy that Dr. Derek Grant, Director at the NCCA, has joined us to talk about transitions. Derek joined the NCCA in 2016 and he is a Director of Curriculum and Assessment on the Early Childhood and Primary Team. Prior to joining the NCCA, he was a primary school deputy principal and principal. He holds a master's degree in education management from the University of Ulster and a doctorate in education leadership and management. In NCCA, he actually worked on the development of the Mushgale reporting template. So, Derek, you're really, really welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Maura. And thank you very much for extending this invitation to NCCA. And as Maura has already described, NCCA advises the Minister for Education on curriculum and assessment for early childhood education, primary and post-primary schools. And NCCA would have developed ASHTER, the early childhood curriculum framework, and was also responsible for the development of the ASHTER Shielta practice guide, which is online materials and CPD resources to support the early childhood sector in working with both ASHTER and SHILTA. As Maura would have also said, NCCA was responsible for the development of Mushkale for sharing information on children's learning and development between preschools, parents and primary schools. And today I'm delighted to be with you to focus on that seminal question of what makes an effective transition for children beginning preschool or moving to primary school. So, Derek, what part do uh, roles and relationships play in effective transitions, do you think? Yes, and I suppose roles and relationships, they, they play a really important role. They're significant. And significant educational transitions, like the move to preschool or primary school, are times when children have a change in their role. Role changes are important. Um, They signal to the child as well as to those around them that things are different. There is both individual change and I suppose a change of social and cultural contexts as the child becomes familiar with their new surroundings. For example, when children begin primary school, they experience um, a role change as they cease to be preschoolers and they become school children. So the first day of primary school can signal change as children don their school uniform and school bag and leave their parents at the classroom door. At the same time, a child starts to think of themselves as a school child and to construct their school identity. Uh, I suppose, Maura, it's their sense of who I am at school. So changes 
in the way children think about themselves contribute to changes in identity. So do the ways, I suppose, in which others think and interact with the child. As children start primary school, or even as children move and begin preschool, they tell us they feel different, look different, are expected to do different things, and are treated differently by others. And the other side of the same coin is the importance of relationships between families and preschools in all of this. I suppose promoting that kind of collaboration and addressing any concerns or anxieties that families may experience. I mean, as you'll know, Maura, effective relationships are characterised as respectful, reciprocal and regular, and they provide support for an effective transition experience. A challenge to those kind of professional relationships can be the pressure felt oftentimes by early childhood practitioners to prepare children, I suppose, in that maybe a narrow sense. There can be pressure to ensure that children are made ready for school with a focus on academic skills. So in place of this, what I'd be saying to your members is it's important to draw on many experiences to help children build the necessary skills and understandings to support a broader concept of transitions. And the early childhood section of the NCCA website provides advice on building relationships and working with parents. You simply go in to the early childhood section and click on the Mishkale tab. And you'll also be able to hear about the experiences of preschools and primary schools working together to establish support and maintain professional working relationships. You mentioned, Derek, about, um, you know, the the reciprocal relationships and the importance of um, the relationships to be regular. And that contributes to a sense of of belonging when there are good relationships between the preschool and and the setting that gives that child uh, a sense of security and and belonging. Um, Why? Why is belonging such a key concept of uh, an effective transition for the child and the family? I suppose, Maura, allied to roles and relationships really is belonging. And belonging is a key concept. And it's a very familiar term for practitioners and teachers alike. So for a transition to be effective, it is important for many to feel that they belong and are included, especially children. And while the focus is on the child feeling a sense of belonging and inclusion, it's also about a sense of belonging among parents and educators. And this broadens the scope of what it means to belong. It's important for people to have a personal sense of belonging reflected in feelings of emotional attachment. And I suppose belonging can be fluid. Changing is the context and those within it change. Children's sense of well-being is regarded as a key factor underpinning their sense of belonging and the development of social interactions and interpersonal relationships. Particularly friendships are pivotal. Belonging, as I've said, it's not stable. It's not fixed. For example, a child might feel very comfortable and at ease in preschool, but then feel a sense of uncomfort in a school environment or vice versa. So if a young child's first experience 
And that ongoing experience of a learning setting is that it's a place where people care about them, where they can do things, where people will help them if they need it, and where they know what to do and whom to go to if something goes wrong, then it's likely that they will build a positive learner identity. If the experiences are not as positive, I suppose, as these, it's likely that their identity as a learner in a setting will not be as positive, and ultimately their learning and development will not be effect, as effective, I suppose, as it might be. You mentioned also, Derek, about um, you know the, the continuity. Friendship plays a, a, a very important part in, in that continuity. And it's great if there are a couple of children going from a preschool to the same primary school, it obviously makes it easier. And particularly if, they can, if they're going to a bigger primary school, if they can be in the same class, it's always nice to have uh, groups from the same preschool in the same class in bigger schools. Um, they, but, you know, it, there's still change. There might be an element of continuity, but there's also change in, in, in that. Um, how are change and continuity both integral elements of effective transitions? And, and that, again, Maura, what, you've, what you're touching on here is really, really key. Like change is an integral element of any transition. Indeed, I suppose without change, there is no need for transition. So changes are not only evident for children. Families also experience changes in role, identity, status and agency. For example, a parent of a child beginning preschool or primary school will have expectations around what they ought to be doing to support the child and how even as parents they ought to engage with the routines of the new setting. So these include maybe clear expectations about attendance, drop-offs, pick-up times, suitable clothing or uniforms. And within families and other social contexts, I suppose, Maura, it's possible to see the changes in the interactions and I'm talking here about parental interactions with their children. They may change and interactions between children themselves can also change. So all of that, I suppose, comes into play in, 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 in terms of what can happen. Um, vertical transitions, such as what we're chatting about here today, they generally happen only once as a child moves from one educational phase to the next. So while change is an essential element, most transitions will still involve some kind of continuity. For many children, I suppose families will provide that continuity for them as they maintain some routines, some interactions and expectations. So continuity can be seen around children's interests, their favourite pastimes still being maintained throughout the transition. So I suppose more of what I'm saying is it can be tempting to focus on the changes during the transition and the changes associated with them. But it's important to recognise the significance of the continuity for the child and for their families and the ways in which this can support a positive transition. Continuity is really important in children's learning and particularly their pedagogical experiences and to kind of reduce that discontinuity. But I suppose I'm not saying there's a need to mirror images of schools and preschools, and nor am I talking about having a seamless transition from the home 
to the preschool or from the preschool to the primary school. Rather, it's about strategies that support the continuation of children's learning as they progress from one to the next. It's about building and extending on children's previous learning experiences. And it's important to consider how continuity is enacted and experienced by those involved. I think, too, that, uh, uh, you know, kind of responding to the child is um, is an important part of it, that sometimes unintentionally we can um, lead to a child's um, uncertainty by trying to cover all the bases. Um, so I think, you know, for educators and for parents to respond to the child's questions and um, and address those rather than trying to cover all the bases about where everything will will be. And, you know, recognizing that some children will be uh, more excited than apprehensive and some children will be more apprehensive than excited. Um, so, you know, reading the, the individual child and, and addressing the, um, the, the, the child's own um, concerns in, um, in a way that suits that child. Derek, uh, what role um, do activities and practices play, do you think, as we prepare children for these transitions? And again, Moira, undoubtedly, they play and they really contribute to effective transitions. There are a range of activities that can promote learning about and engagement with the transition, be it either the transition into the preschool or the transition into the primary school. The activities, they can be spontaneous as well as planned. They can be designed specifically for individuals or targeted towards a group. Some activities will be simply a one-off event or they could be part of a sequence of activities. But those who plan, implement, participate in the activities, we're talking about the children themselves, their families, their practitioners and their primary teachers. And activities, I suppose, over time become practices when they occur regularly. So the early childhood section of the NCCA website has a range of ideas for transition activities in the much scale section for both preschools and schools. But just to pick up on a point, you talked about the child, Mara, and the centrality of the child. And throughout all of this, it's very, very important, picking up on your point, to hear the voice of the child provide ample opportunities for them to communicate how they're feeling and what helps them to feel supported. Allow the child to take the lead in terms of transition activities that help them to have a sense of control and belonging and their own agency in all of this. And again, the NCCA website has clips of children talking on about their own feelings, their own ideas about moving from preschool to primary. And again, that's available in the scale section of the video. And Derek, a, a lot of those materials are also available on the Let's Get Ready um, programme that the DC, DCE DIY are um, running at the moment. So you'll find the materials there as well, I think. 
That's exactly it. I mean, the DCE DIYs Let's Get Ready transition campaign to support children and families with the move to preschool or the move to primary school. And I suppose as part of that campaign, NCCA has put together transition support materials for parents to help children in doing that. And the materials are available on the NCCA website or through links on gov.ie. And again, you'll get further information on transitions in the early childhood section by clicking Must Scale. Derek, thanks a million for that really comprehensive overview of the importance of transitions and uh, signposting educators to where um, all those materials can be can be found. And as I mentioned in the introduction, they've been refined and adapted over the, the past couple of years. So they're really useful practical materials. So Derek, thanks a million for joining us today. Thank you very much, Mara. And uh, thank you for listening to Early Childhood Ireland's podcast. Uh, If you've enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and colleagues and hope you'll join us next time where I'll be talking to an educator about how they support effective support transitions. So see you next time.